Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I'm very humbled to be asked to speak to all of you this evening, especially after I know the fathers that have spoken to you in the past. But as Father Nicholas said, it's, uh, it's beautiful for us to all be together. I, by the way, miss Father Simon as well. But uh, it, it's, he felt that it was important for everybody to get to know the new guy. So forgive me, but you're stuck. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. It's such a blessing to be here where we have brothers nearby that we can celebrate with. And it's great to have the clergy fellowship and to have another Orthodox church so close where we can be part of one another's lives. And I feel especially very blessed to be able to spend time with your spiritual father, Father Nicholas. Every other week or so, we've been blessed to be able to get together for a spiritual retreat with one another. We get to walk around in the countryside, spend a lot of fellowship time as brothers, and also do a lot of praying. One day when we were out on one of these spiritual retreats, after we finished playing the ninth hole, we sat down and we were able to talk for a while. And we were talking about the challenges of being Orthodox. As I was thinking about what to present this evening, I naturally went back to the conversation. And I thought it was perfect for presenting on the Sunday of Orthodoxy because it has a lot to do with Orthodoxy. As I said, we were talking about a lot of the challenges of, becoming, of being Orthodox. And I mentioned that it seemed to me that it was a very easy trap for all of us to fall into, that we only focus on half of the story of being Orthodox Christians. It's very easy to work on being Orthodox, but we forget that's only part of the equation. We forget about the root of that, which is being Christians. Now, part of the reason for that, that we might not think of ourselves as trying to become Christian, because nowadays our society has a little bit different connotation for that word. Nowadays, Christian carries the meaning of a non-denominational Protestant, which, of course, has become a denomination in itself, which is interesting. But please remember that when somebody asks you what religion you are or what faith you are, and you say Orthodox, or you say Orthodox Christian, and they turn to you and they say, oh, really? We're Christian, just Christian. Remember, they're not probably not doing that to spite you or imply that you're not Christian. It's just the way the world around us talks about that. It talks about it nowadays. Oh, and by the way, if somebody asks you what denomination you are, you're perfectly within your rights to tell them that is a completely invalid question because denomination refers to what branch of the Protestant Reformation did you end up on? And so you can say, we're not really a denomination, we're just simply the church. But then, of course, you have to be ready to prove that it's a Christian church, which takes me back to my topic, so forgive me. Now, of course, being Orthodox implies that we are all struggling to be Christians, to be followers of Christ, but it's very easy to lose that focus. We can get caught up very easily in the details, like the rubrics, rubrics service orders, and the prostrations, and we forget what they're supposed to do for us. 
I humbly submit that Christianity is all about unity. Unity, of course, in diversity, because that's the model that God gave to us himself. God, who exists in three distinct persons, but yet three distinct persons that are in perfect harmony and unity with one another. And as we know from the Gospel of John, that it was also Christ's greatest prayer for all of his father, followers, that we might all be one exactly as they are one. Now I know that I've echoed some things already in a recent sermon that Father Nicholas gave on the publican and the Pharisee. And by the way, if you haven't learned yet, if you go to sayanathanasios.org, there's a number of recorded sermons there, and uh, they're really not that bad. Some beautiful things to listen to. So, in that sermon, Father Nicholas mentioned the ideal of Christian perfection, which comes from the book of Unseen Warfare, which is to come near to God and to dwell in union with him. But remember, we can't possibly do that unless we are in unity, perfect oneness with one another. So what's this orthodox thing be all about? Believe it or not, orthodoxy was something that was meant to create unity. It was all meant to create unity. As you probably know, the word orthodox was used to describe the church from the very beginning of the church, even before it became the official title of the eastern half of the church. And as you undoubtedly know, it means right glory, literally, which of course implies right worship and right faith. Now whenever there were disputes about what the right faith was in the church, the leaders thought they had a great idea. They said, we'll get everyone together in unity and we'll discuss what is the faith that we have received and what it is that we're going to hand down. Then they would publish decisions, like the one which we read today during the procession of the icons. And with that witnessing to the truth, we would bring everyone together. We will even label that true faith as the orthodox faith and lift up that true faith against the heterodox decision, heteron, the other faith. Surely people are going to repent and they're going to unify because no one wants to be part of the other faith. So, how did that work? Did it work? No, not in the least. Many people decided to follow, these, follow the other faith and to persist in heresies, which, again, forgive me for my Greek lesson this morning, which comes from the word meaning to pick and to choose. So these people would pick and, the cho and choose the things that they wanted to believe. And a person that did this was called idiotis, someone who marches to their own drum and ignores anything else and anyone else's opinion. And we can figure out the translation of that word. Idiotis is an idiot. So, why should we be surprised? God created light. He created perfect light for us to enjoy, and we chose darkness instead of that light. Again, thank you, St. John. We also picked the apple over the entire garden. Incredible. The Seventh Ecumenical Council that we remember today is a great example of that problem. Even after the patriarch and the empress got in front of anyone and everyone and proclaimed the truth, 
People went on killing each other and fighting for a long time after that decision. And it was a long time before everyone was comfortable with the use of icons in the church again. It seems like the very thing that they had brought about that was designed to bring unity and peace turned into a source of division in itself. Now, as we know, these divisions have continued through the ages, and I mentioned the Protestant Reformation and how Christianity continues to be divided, and we find ourselves in a most unchristian landscape, far away from unity. So we have to do much more than just witness to the truth. So what is our witness supposed to be in this divided world as ones who possess the true faith? What is our witness as Orthodox? I already told you, unity, number one. This is a beautiful event to do every year. And I rejoice in the fact that we gather together as a clergy brotherhood often. I love celebrating our feast days together. And I hope that we're going to have many more opportunities of celebrating and serving our communing, communities and ministering together. All we have to do is make sure that we're not running around like a bunch of idiots, but rather we're running around trying to be perfect Christians. And of course, you all know how the world is going to recognize us as Christians. They'll recognize us as Christians for our perfect love, for God, our creator, and for all of his creation, especially one another, that with one mind, one heart, and with one faith, we will glorify and praise his most holy name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and until the endless ages. Amen.